This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to anchor.fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to the Anatomy of Marriage podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning. My name is Seth Studley and today is day 41. I am a licensed marriage and therapist. <laughs> Jeez, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Thank you for joining this morning. Today we're going to talk about possible adult attachment disorder, real talk, and experience with organized religion and our own faith journey. We are also going to talk about uh, taking a separation in your marriage for a while. That's right. And uh, if you're new here, welcome. We have over 250 episodes covering all sorts of marriage-related things. Um, You can listen to season one, which is our journey of almost getting divorced, but not getting divorced. Mm -hmm. And as always, our show is brought to us by Audible. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get your free audiobook. We love audiobooks. We listen to them literally weekly. We go through a book a week, practically. And we want that for you. So check that out. Thank you for joining us. And we are also live on Facebook and Instagram right now. So you can always join us <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> Seth just dropped his microphone um, and and ask your questions. So yeah, so let's before we read the questions, let's read the review of the day. Okay, here we go. And we're going to get to your guys' Instagram live questions because you responded. Oh, let's see. Review of the day. Michelle J in MV. <gasps> Maple Valley? I, I think I know who that is. It's your friend. Re- I know. Okay. Real so talk. <laughs> real talk that's really helpful. Thank you both for your courage, your openness, and your willingness to share your journey. I get sa- something out of every single episode. I love season one, and I'm hooked on the daily formats. I even try to catch it some mornings while on my podcast listening, self-caring, get my steps in, dog walks. I have to say that the single most helpful aspect for me has simply has been simply listening to the how of to listening to how the two of you talk about difficult things together with love and respect in your own truth. Thank you. You're so thank welcome. you, Michelle J. In I hope Maple Valley. We love you. Thank yes. you for sending that review in. And to everyone who's listening, if you enjoy the show, please write a review and rate the show. It's very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, very helpful. question number one. Okay, oh. hold on. I want to hit these Instagram questions real quick because you guys asked. So, let's see. 
one of our friends says, book recommendations for differentiating. Okay, I have the absolute perfect book. It is called Family Ties That Bind. It is red with Russian little dolls Rus- on it. Russian And dolls. I believe the author's last name is Richardson, I think. So if you Google Family Ties That Bind book, It'll come up on Amazon. It's like $12. It's super cheap. But that one, read that one, and it is, it'll it'll help you understand family. It'll help you understand differenti- differentiation. And there's another graduate-level book that's about like this thick, written by Murray <laughs> Bowen and somebody Bowen else. Bowen Family Systems? Bowen Family Systems, yeah. And it's called Bowen Therapy. It's like, it's, it's insane to read, but it's it's awesome. Um but the first one, Family Ties the Bind, let's see. Is today the sing-along have, episode? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I would also suggest reading anything by Dr. Dan Siegel. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the, what does he have? Um, what is his one book? He's got a book called... Mindsight. Yeah, Mindsight. And they're pretty... I mean, he's like a professor-ish guy, so they're pretty intense. But Not professor-ish, he is. I, I mean, he's dreamy. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> oh, and you could listen to Therapist Uncensored. That's a podcast, and it's... They pro- probably have something on differentiation. They're amazing. We want to have them on the show. Yeah. Um, Gator chomp. So anyway. Okay. Thank you for those the, questions. Yeah. Okay. And our question is. Okay. I'm going to read this one and we'll have a discussion on it and I'll kind of abbreviate it. I recently started listening to your podcast and have become obsessed and so grateful for it. Good. You're welcome. I started with the very beginning and am just finishing up the episode of Adult Attachment Disorder. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm trying not to diagnose my husband, but hearing how life was with Seth makes me think of how it, it uh, how it kind of is with my husband. Please don't take this trash talking him. I love him very much and am thankful for him. It just gets hard. He picks the place we eat. He picks the movies. He even picks uh, makes me watch horror films sometimes when I say no time and time again. It's the shows he wants to watch, the topic he wants to talk about, etc. It's a really big part of our lives oh he's in the military so his job is a really big part of our lives um and especially uh his but he's never respectful of me or what i do like it's always about him it's always about me and my problems i currently have been seeing a counselor for a year and it's been the best thing ever but uh, he never owns up to anything and i know i have issues especially from my past but dang he's not perfect i don't even know what my question is but uh, i just needed to get this out so Mm -hmm. thank you for venting venting and processing is like 80% 80% of what I yeah. listen to all day in my job mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's fine. Well, and if, like, you want to pro- if you want to vent and process, mm-hmm. send that in. Well, and I want to say too, join our Facebook pages, the men's and the women's Facebook pages in our group. Like that is a space where you can vent um, and you are supported. Like we don't trash talk our partners. That's not the, that's not it no, at all. Not but at all. you can send in your questions that are vents, but also like this is a community, our bigger community of people who mm-hmm. care about your marriage and are supportive. So thank you for sending that in and just, and mm-hmm. getting it off of your chest. Kind right. of. But so what are your thoughts? Did you have thoughts? Well, on this first of all, I'm glad that you're doing your own work. Again, we espouse the uh, efficacy and the benefit of doing your own work before you go do, you know, call out your partner's stuff. And so good job on that. Keep on going to therapy once a week. That's awesome. Read all the books you can. Get free books on Audible. And um, I'm not sure. Uh, what, this sounds maybe like a, a kind of a what we've been talking about recently in Enneagram 8, you know, always what the other partner wants to do and maybe adult attachment disorder. Sometimes when we blame, like when I was blaming you for a bunch of stuff, like you never do this. And this it's just projecting. 
right? Yeah. That is projection. I even wrote down a quote. Oh, darn it. I wish I, well, it's on that phone. But anyway, the quote is like, when we are putting, or when we're critical, when mm-hmm. we're projecting, when we're finding faults, it's literally holding a mirror up to ourselves and go, these are the things that I need to work on. So your husband more likely than not needs to work on all that stuff. If you can never do anything right, if your thoughts are goofy or whatever, mm-hmm. he's thinking that about himself. Mm-hmm. And then he's kind of like maybe adult attachment disordering, like, okay, you're not safe to connect with. I can do it on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm better over here. And the more that I throw those out, mm-hmm. then I'm going to I'm gonna cut you off of the pass and not have you say those hurtful things back to me because I know that they're true and I know that they need to be worked on. Mm -hmm. Well, one thing I wanted to say before we continue talking more about it is will you talk about what adult attachment disorder is for those people who haven't heard that Mm -hmm. episode Mm -hmm. and also um, what what she is referencing in this question is Seth did an episode by himself called adult attachment disorder. So you can search that on our website, anatomyofmarriage.com. And if you just put it in the search bar, adult attachment, it will pop up. And so you can hear that episode. It's totally different than everything else we've done. So Mm -hmm. one off, totally cool episode. Really, really great. Very impactful. Lots of people write us about that episode. So, uh, but I want to talk about what adult attachment disorder is and why it matters. And honestly, if you're interested in this topic, go listen to Therapists Uncensored. That is their whole deal is attachment theory. Mm -hmm. That's all they talk about in every episode. And they have like 70 episodes. So yeah. Okay. I didn't know I was going to be put on the spot. I should have done more research. You're a therapist. You should know this. I know. So uh, attachment theory, right? We have healthy attachments. We have unhealthy attachments. We have reactive attachment disorder. We have disorganized. We have, oh, there's, I don't know, there's a handful of them, right? But adult attachment disorder kind of goes in into your adult life and like, okay, I attach to people in this certain way. I, you know, don't get them, I don't get them too close or it can be like too close, like over, what is it called? Um, it was anxious. Separation anxiety yeah, type of well, yeah. There's attachment. there's anxious attachment. There's oh gosh. Well, I can't let me explain what I, how I view it okay. is like. It's the way that you learn to interact with the adults in your life when you were really little. Right. So if you had a very anxious mom uh, or dad who like every time they came home or like let's say every time dad came home he was drinking and so you learned I can only trust to a certain point and then he might hit me mm-hmm. or he might yell at me. So you have in a sense you're not like totally. Um, normal in air quotes, you actually adjust your ability to attach to someone based on the people you have to attach to when you're very little. Right. So if you have super loving, you know, people who hug you, you feel so safe, then you have a healthy balance of attachment. But if you have a a parent who is abusive or really anxiety ridden, Mm -hmm. you will learn those patterns and then you will attach to other people in that same way without knowing it at all Mm -hmm. you have no realization that you're doing it so that's what seth was doing and when you have kids you will perpetuate that yes you will you will unintentionally just train them to to attach the way that you whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and so that's what seth was doing is he had adult attachment disorder or has or whatever and so he was doing some things where it was like he actually wasn't fully um i don't know what the word like a tuning or yeah it just makes you not present it makes your mind elsewhere and just kind of guarded a lot of times you know and um that got old and i realized it and Mm -hmm. it's something even i wrote in my journal today i was like okay what's the number one thing you can do 
be present in anything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really a, a very, very conscious mm-hmm. uh, effort. Uh, Bohemian Bro says, says, Mel, you look fancy. Meow. Oh, I, d- <laughs> I parted my hair different. That's about all I did. So I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> nice. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> um, well, one of the things I wanted to say, too, is that one of the what happens when you have this type of uh, attachment style, there's styles to it, is that... Um, you tend to, it's like you're creating mechanisms. So, so a phone is a good example. Like you can get distracted by a phone, but that distraction is acting as a, uh, a way to avoid a deeper connection. Yes, yeah, a buffer. It's like a barrier between you and your partner. Mm-hmm. And so people do this all the time in lots of different ways, but we don't realize that we do it. And then well, that we, concept, sorry to interrupt, that concept is called triangu- triangulation, mm-hmm. right? So if you and I are having something, we get along sometimes, there's just one thing that's like, eh, Guess who uh, can did? Um, oh, sorry. Guess who can diffuse this? Oh, a kid, a podcast, a job, mm-hmm. a whatever. Mm-hmm. That we're triangulating, you know. So, oh, what are we going to so talk about? So it can't about? just be me and you. Problem. It's got to be like, oh, we're going to do this other thing here, right? But I do want to address in the question she talks that it says everything is about what he wants, what he prefers, and then uh, it's and then everything is her, quote, problems, right? Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Everything it, everything was my fault. It was all, oh, my family is like this, so Melanie, that's why you're so blah, right? It was not mm-hmm. kind, loving, accepting, growth mindset. It was not like, we're in this together. It was like, you're messed up. I'm mm-hmm. great, right? That's how you were kind of perceiving it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we're going to do what I want to do. It was all about, oh, I want to go on a hike, and then I would be like, well, I'd rather not. And you'd be like, well, let's just go ahead and go on on that hike. And mm. I'm like, what do you, what? Mm-hmm. And so, our, and unfortunately, like that was a pattern after we had kids too. So it made the kids unhappy as well. And, um, but there's, there's a lot to, that's a lot, I mm-hmm. guess is what I'm saying. That's very hard to deal with. I would say you could use the clearing structure, go to anatomyofmarriage.com, go on the tools thing. And the clearing structure is, um, a way to tell your partner what you want and how you're feeling about mm-hmm. a particular thing in a way that removes the kind of like uh, emotional fight, flight, freeze part yeah, of it. you're not blaming. You're like, this sucks because of you. Yeah, it's not it's, that. It's, I am feeling this. Mm-hmm. Let's work on this And together. I would say to start there because it's it's the one way where you can introduce this idea of like, hey, I don't like it when you make me watch a horror film. If you made me watch a horror film, you'd be not married to me because I hate horror films like so much. But so if that's a good place to start where you're saying, um, I'm going to start with the horror film thing and use the clearing structure and then see how he responds. That's Mm -hmm. my first thing is try just that walk through the clearing structure, watch the video, the how to on the clearing structure. It should Mm -hmm. be in the tools. I think if it's not Kenan, please link it. Um, (laughs) but you can start there with the little things of like, Hey, you know, you can even make a list of like this many times I've suggested something and here's how many times we've done what I wanted. Right. But you have to remember not to attack. That's the biggest thing I was doing wrong when when we were going through Seth's stuff or our stuff was I, I attacked him all the time. I didn't know how to um, present new ideas without mm-hmm. attacking. So mm-hmm. that was not helpful. But thank okay. you for the question. I hope that helped. Okay. Diving into this one. Then we'll get to the other question on Instagram Live. Is there a specific podcast that you've done that encompasses a lot about church and the evolution of faith in a marriage slash your own journey of healing and experience with organized religion? Yeah, I think that, I don't know if there's been a specific podcast about that. I don't remember. I know that we've had several conversations mm-hmm. and kind of like our own 
faith journey or relationship with organized religion and stuff like that? Well, there's a few. So if you look up, um, again, you can go to anatomyofmarriage.com and search in the search bar. You should be able to find one that says uh, the the community episode, Tools of Marriage Community, Mm -hmm. has some of our church journey in it. Um, and it, you can hear me singing in church because mm. I put the music in it. But so that that has some of that, but that's more about the importance of community. And then we have done some. If you search faith, like the word faith, you will probably find several episodes because we've done some, but they are usually like Q and A style, mm-hmm. like answering a particular question. Right. Um, but did you have thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that we we were part. Of, so I grew up in the church. Melanie grew up Catholic which was not a really big deal to you, mm-hmm. right? And um, I grew up in a Southern church, so it was very black and white. You do this, you don't do that. You kind of like, you can't push these boundaries, blah, blah, blah. Very conservative, ugh, yuck. And however, it did set a framework for me that helped me later on, right? And then we got married, and we went to this church called Mars Hill in Seattle, and it was very kind of like patriarchal, top-down kind of thing, and it was good for a while. We got some good counseling there. We made a ton of awesome friends. We yeah, the served. community we, was we played, amazing there. We played music there for a long time. We met a ton of people, and then it started going sideways and kind of imploded and went goofy because that's what churches do, and all the, all the well, sometimes they do, and all the, like, stock was in this one pastor guy, and he was... He turned Mark into a, a real piece. So a real piece. <laughs> a real pizza. And um, so that kind of turned us off to church for a long time. However, I feel that I have grown grown um, an amazing amount in my spirituality and mm-hmm. my actual connection to God, mm-hmm. Creator, and like poof, big time. And uh, we do a bunch of Native uh, American Native spirituality stuff that is super helpful. And it's like Seth does. peaceful. I don't. Well, you're Native too, but. Um, you don't participate in it as much. And uh, one of the things that has helped me so much is like, you know, that that verse, be still and know that I am God, right? Subtract one word from that. Be still and know. Be still. Be, right? So God, I believe, loves me just like this. Be. All I have to do is be. Be present. Be thankful. Be helpful. Be just be who I am, mm-hmm. who God made me, right? And that's so helpful for me because it's such an opposite of how I grew up. And that is kind of my faith journey. And we, you know, we we pray still. We go to church now for community stuff. And we want to get involved at this local church that we're mm-hmm. just right down the road. So yeah. um, I don't know. Do you want to give your synopsis? Um, I, I don't know. Like Seth was saying, I, well, I didn't grow up. I mean, I grew up going to Catholic church, but didn't care about it. I became a Christian at 19, which was a super weird experience of just like, I don't know what's happening. This is happening. Mm. And so my experience with faith is very like visceral. It feels like it happened to me. I had no particular part in it, uh, which feels weird. But, and, but one of the things that's been the most helpful to me is finding teachers that teach uh, what you need to hear, if that makes sense. Joyce Meyer is my absolute all-time favorite Bible teacher of all time ever. Do I agree with everything she says? No. Um, do I agree with everything the church or the Bible says? No. And do I understand a lot of it? No. Have I read all of it? No. Have you? Probably not. Um, and what's so frustrating is that people like follow it and think, oh, the church this and that. It's like, have you read the entire Bible? Like, don't don't be weird if you haven't read the whole thing. And if you have read the whole thing, you should be questioning some of it. Right. <laughs> Lots of it's really crazy. Yeah. And it's okay to have questions too. Yes, like it this is. whole de- deconstruction thing. Like when I was growing up, you didn't question anything. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Uh, as I grew older, I was like, yeah. well, that's a. a 
bunch of pile. Um, I mean, some of the stuff is, right? But uh, it's okay to question. Yeah. You know, God, I believe that God loves you. Creator loves you if you ask a question. Yeah. Jeez, people, right? <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, what would be your suggestions for a couple that each grew up in a different Christian denomination of church but are now trying to find a church that has them as a couple? Go okay. listen to season one. It's mm-hmm. uh, Charlie and Nicole's story. They grew yeah. up in different dom- denominations of the same church, and his church did not believe that you should use instruments. And Nicole's church, her fi- family was the band, the worship <laughs> band. Right. Listen to that episode. Uh, but I do think it starts yeah. with it's like honoring differences, promoting linkages. If you found, if you grew up in different denominations, those are your differences. Honor them. Uh-huh. Don't put them down. Honor them. Promote and- the. Eh, don't you dare. Sorry. Uh, promote the linkages. Find a church that you both agree on together or figure out who can sacrifice what and do it in a loving way, not in a um, mean kind of a way. Right, okay. Uh, me, I'm in the same boat. I question a lot. Good, that's okay. You should. Uh, and someone I, else says hold on, that, I'm not done. I believe in God, but don't agree with everything. Yeah, you don't have to agree with everything. Yeah. So people might get mad at that, but I don't believe you have to. Uh, someone else wrote the deconstructionist podcast and the liturgist podcast have been so helpful for me as I've deconstructed. That's great. We mm-hmm. had Mike McCarg of the liturgist podcast on our show in season one. You should listen to it. That's right. So I'm trying to find a church, uh, as a couple. Uh-huh. Yeah. Keep on trying out a bunch of stuff. And this answer is going to be like, what are you talking about? So guess what? It almost doesn't matter. <laughs> it matters. It's, it sort of doesn't matter. Like, I'll tell you what I think matters more than what we think matters <laughs> is uh, the community in that church. I think the mm-hmm. people, do we feel safe around the people? Do we think that they hold the same values that we hold? Meaning, would they raise our kids the same way we would want to raise our children? Because mm-hmm. I think that's where that's part of why we went to Mars Hill. It's such a different culture than what was out in our mm-hmm. area at the time and the values of the people who created that church building. So right. God is not a church. God is God, and churches are things people make to worship him mm-hmm. or it, whatever. God. That's why I say creator. <clears throat> Meh. Creator sounds weird, but uh, <laughs> you sound like a weird hippie. Dippy. You sound weird. Um, but that's, I think, really important thing to think about is if you have children, do you want your kids to be around the people who attend that church? I'm not as interested in like what hats do they wear or what color are their robes or do they ring bells after communion or not? Catholic. Robespierre. Uh, <clears throat> Robespierre. Because that to me is like, <laughs> those things don't matter if the people are all jerks. Right. I'm not, I'm not putting my kid in Sunday school with those weirdos. Mm-hmm. Like, no, find people, find a church that has people that you think are your people, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, okay, would you, here's a good question. So we like parties, right? At we our do. old At our old house, it was nothing better than, I like to cook too, so I really like hospitality. I love to cook for a million people mm-hmm. and have a million people over and we're like, we, we have like we have foot drinks. high bonfires. Yeah, we like fireworks. We have drinks. We have great food. And then we have great desserts, right? Mm-hmm. And all of our friends would come over. And so any one of those people that we invited to our own party, to our house, mm-hmm. I trust would trust and say you know what and and most of them were christian were, some of them were not but who they all cares, went to right? mars hill too well a lot of them did yeah mm-hmm. but it's like okay do i want to sit with these kids in um our, our people in church yes i do because we have we share the same values they're not boring they're not like black and white like ugh, you know so do i want to go to a church that is like black and white i wouldn't want to have them over for a giant bonfire while holding a beer in my hand no <laughs> 
you're really you're really like yeah yeah no i agree i think the people are really important someone wrote uh at the same time the bible wait maybe i missed the top one no it says the bible is not a bag of trail mix you can't just pick out what you like and leave out what you dislike Uh, i agree question it research it but you can't pick and choose what suits you it's hard it's a hard one with so many different people with different backgrounds and beliefs. I agree with that uh-huh. concept, but I also think you can pick and choose. That's what we do. Like do as mean? much as you say, and I agree, and I'm not disagreeing with you, so don't hear me as disagreeing. Like you go, well, you can't just pick and choose what you like from the Bible. Hashtag everybody does that. Right. That's why we we quote Bible verses like, all things are possible cr- through Christ who strengthens me, but we ignore Bible verses like, and then they killed thousands of people because they raped Diana or whatever her name is, right? right. Like, who's quoting that on their Christian mugs? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do pick and choose. So as much as we shouldn't, we do. Yeah. And, and I'm totally not going to stop picking and choosing. Yeah. Not like I'm like, I'm going to pick and choose because I'm a jerk. I do what I want. Right. But it's like, no, that's what people actually do. Yeah. Well, I think people pick and choose with political They do it with everything. We do it with relationships, with our children. and with. Right. I mean, we do it with absolutely everything. And so, so I get take, what you're saying. So let's take that human experience and be like, okay, yeah, we do actually pick and choose with everything. And if we're honest, we even do that with the Bible or whatever mm-hmm. other religion we're in because yeah. we're not perfect, right? So it's yeah. not like just pick and choosing like, you know, God hates divorce. Well, I don't know. I've got I, eyes for this other lady, so I'm going to get a divorce, but it should be cool. I go, that's yeah, like, that's I, just messed up. That's just, that's not being a good person. Well, I go back to everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. That's a yeah, Bible that, verse. That's a good one. Every, you can do anything. The Bible says you can have multiple partners. You can cheat on your wife. Everything is permissible. Not everything is beneficial. Right. What kind of life do I want? If I follow the steps of the things that are beneficial, I will get the life that I want. Mm-hmm. If I follow the steps of things that are permissible, ha- all everything, I this, will not this get is the life why, that I want. This is why I really like the wisdom literature a lot, like Ecclesiastes, Psalms, Proverbs, and then also writings of Rumi or Wayne Dyer or other uh, other, I don't know, books, right? Because, or um, uh, the Tao Te Ching, which mm-hmm. is a Eastern philosophy stuff. It's like, this is wisdom. It's not, oh, if it's not biblical wisdom, then we can't take it. No, it's just wisdom. Yeah. Like, is it biblical to drive the speed limit so you don't die <laughs> and crash? Die. No, that's just good wisdom, right? Yeah. Is it? Uh, it's like being professional at work. Does it, but, oh, someone says, I have been struggling with finding a church. Does the church really matter? Can't you find it? Wait, what is it? It moved away. Can't you find community elsewhere? Yes. Yeah, you can find community elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's like what we were saying. The friends that we have over where we have our big parties, those are community. Those are people that we went to church with, but when our church exploded, we stopped going to church because there wasn't one. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are those are our those are like really right. our church, really. Oh, and those guess what? Facebook of- community too. Yeah, that's a thing. So one of my friends was talking about, oh, Facebook. Well, that's just digital or Instagram. That's digital. That is becoming our reality. Mm-hmm. It's not just like oh, my online community. It's like it is the community that I am choosing to be a part of. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if I'm like, you know. Uh, reaching them through the web or not or Ooh. if we're, or if you know what we have community right now oh well we're reading questions so i can't see you face to face no you're in real time asking a question we are answering it and we are relating to one another so this, this one. is part of a community right uh, okay she writes i devoured both shannon martin's books falling free failing falling free and the ministry of ordinary places she talks a lot about finding your place and people in church and how to create the real meaning of Biblical Biblical church, church body, body of believers. believers. I think that sounds amazing. Uh-huh. Thank you for sharing those. Um, so that yeah, these are good questions and faith stuff is crazy because everyone's got really strong opinions about it, which are all family of origin based, which are all based on preferences. 
Anyway, that's uh, right. Thank okay. you for the question, though, and I hope that it doesn't feel like I'm being mean. Okay, we're gonna save that. No, other... we're not. We're going Dang to it. answer it. So someone okay, wrote fine. on on fine. our Instagram. Who? What? Which was? Was it? Talked I don't about. Say the name. I just want to read um, it. Taking a, a break. You guys from are your blowing partner. up the stuff today. Thank oh, you. What are your feelings or thoughts on a married couple taking a break? Okay, I short term separation, like a couple of weeks. Literally just talked to Dr. Corey Allen of Sexy Marriage Radio about this concept for the app. So this stuff will be in the app, his response. But um, one of the things that he was talking about was that um, in a married relationship, when there are, what did he call it? Gridlock issues. Something like, you're doing this thing and I actually we've we've you know been dealing with it for let's say 10 years and i'm like i can no longer deal with this thing but you're still doing it so whatever that is it could be just like the idea of we feel like we're not in love or or you've maybe you've cheated whatever it is right there's a gridlock is issue it it's always you um <clears throat> so you take that here's what he was saying you have some gridlock issue and you decide as the partner who feels like you cannot take it anymore, uh, you can take a break. But what he was saying is that people often think, I'm going to leave. I'm going to pack all my stuff. I'm going to like do it in a fit of anger. I'm out, right? Mm -hmm. And he said, there's this switch that happens. And I feel like we've had this switch. Um, where we've taken a break before? Can you listen? Um, a switch that happens where you're no longer uh, interacting from that place of fight, flight, freeze, like amygdala lizard brain right and you're saying okay i can calmly tell you you're not welcome to speak to me that way anymore mm -hmm. and if you continue to speak to me that way i am going to go somewhere else mm. and until you can speak to me kindly i won't come back mm -hmm. right so if i call seth and then he's mean again i say okay that's the boundary i've created honey mm. i'm not going to talk to you until you can show me that you also respect that boundary mm -hmm. so one of the things that he suggested was if people feel like they're in that place totally fine that is totally fine the first step he would say was you either leave and stay in a different room in your home right or you stay in an apart or a, a hotel or with your in-law or you know your family whatever right a sister a friend whatever that looks like but you have weekly meetings he said that most important thing is that you c have regular contact about okay what is the next step of what we're doing mm -hmm. what what is this separation for mm -hmm. what is it about why are we doing it what is our goal and you have to talk regularly it could be even every three days or every two days or something mm -hmm. so that you can get a read on what people are doing and thinking and feeling <laughs> through the process um, and then you also can have like a okay i'd like to come back by this time or this day can we figure this problem out by then? Does that make sense? Yeah. You have a goal, essentially. Mm -hmm. A very clear goal. And But one of the things, too, is that you have to lay the lay new boundaries. So it's if it's something like Seth is always talking to me in this way and he's calling me names or whatever that is, I have to say that behavior must stop in order for me to stay. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's not like, I'm the boss of everything. I win. Right. It, that's just... This it, is a thing that's really damaging and we right. can't continue to do it. It's having a clear and determined autonomy on your boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. This is a boundary for me. You can't do this anymore mm -hmm. and I'm not going to allow you to treat me this way, right? So sometimes in relationships, we don't even know that we're enabling, you know? Like mm -hmm. you can enable by just omitting or just default, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, well, he talks to me that way or she's like this and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, this is what I want for myself. Mm -hmm. So it's really becoming, it's a process of differentiation, mm -hmm. I guess, to a, a, a very strong degree. Yeah. These are, these are my terms for how I want to be treated. Mm -hmm. It's not, you're not being irrational, you're 
not being stupid. Unless just like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't give me $500 a week. That is my boundary. This yeah. is what I want, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's just goofy, it, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know what? That reminded me of like when we were going through the terrible stuff, like, um, and I remember that the one the one night I was like, and I left, I left to a different room and literally locked myself in the room so you couldn't get in because you were just going and going and going. I was like, no, this isn't. And I think that you that really, really helped you to realize mm-hmm. something. And you came back the next morning after mm-hmm. we both slept alone. I was like, oh, geez. Well, I realized that you had boundaries before. Right. It didn't. I didn't know that you did. Like, right. And I was the bully in this. I was terrible to you. Yeah. And yeah. so that was, I think that's a really good point that when... It, it instead of just saying I'm going to leave and then never leaving, if you actually do a thing, that that changes the perception. The, the your partner goes, oh, oh, wait. They mean like, business. They mean business. That's what it means. It's kind of like parenting with a kid. Like we've gone through this a couple different iterations with um, our kids, and like, hey, this is not how it's going to be. And then they come to us one hour later, like. I don't like this new thing that you guys are doing. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, I don't like the boundaries you've put in place. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. You know, you can't do that and then expect this. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we're doing. Yeah. But so I, initially, I w- initially that I kind of ruffled at that. It's like, what a break, you know, a sabbatical from your thing. But I'm, I'm understanding that it's all about boundaries. It's about how you want to be treated. So that question is a really good question. Um, I think the, the, yeah, the constant communication or like every two day communication and then having an end goal, mm-hmm. it's almost like a, a leave of absence from work yeah. kind of thing. You're not just saying, well, F work, you know, forget it. I'm out of here. I'll quit. never go to work it's again. Like, no, there's real problems. I'm burnt out. I'm stressed. I'm whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this break and focus on the things that need to be different. So when I do come back at a predetermined time, mm-hmm. things will be different yeah. and I will be and, set up for success. Yeah. And I would say take that time if that's what you're planning on doing. Take that time to really um, lay out what the new expectations are. Uh, do and, and also get therapy. Talk with someone who can help you mediate these things together. Um, so go see a counselor, either individual and then together, but have a goal for a time frame, have a goal for what the new boundaries are, have a goal for what the new expectations are mm-hmm. and what, how you want to be treated. And yeah. if you're not treated that way, what the process is of figuring mm-hmm. that out together. Yeah. None of that has to be done with a totally b-word attitude right none of that has to be shouted uh it's not a threat mm-hmm. it's saying this is how i do things now like yeah <clears throat> it's it's not i don't know we can do all of that stuff really well you um can, yeah you can do it with professionalism mm-hmm. maybe that sounds weird but yeah be a professional in your marriage mm-hmm. you know yeah uh, so okay you guys we're wrapping it up thank you so much happy friday you guys get 33 minutes of awesomeness um <laughs> Thank you for engaging in Facebook Live and Instagram Live. I absolutely love that because it's community. We're talking to you. You guys are talking to us. You guys are talking to each other, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, tagging each other in the comments. And that is so cool. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's awesome. So, okay. Two things. Remember, July 25th, Seattle AOM Meetup. We're going to have some food. We're going to go to a restaurant and a bar or whatever. There might be dancing. I don't know. If you're lucky, Melanie will sing karaoke. I'm not sure yet. If Trolls comes on, they'll be dancing. Oh, yeah. I will, too. So July 25th, it's a free event, donations, but I have to do the event right. So look for that in your emails, and we'll post it on Facebook and stuff as well. Melanie, what's your one call? Um, As always, thank you for joining us. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It's a really extremely helpful way for people to find our show, for people to know that it's worth listening 
listening to. And um, it just is an amazing way also for us to get feedback. We do this every single day because we love you guys. This community is amazing. So please rate and review the podcast and we'll read mm-hmm. it on the show. That's right. Okay, guys, have an awesome weekend. We love you and be red. Bye. Bye.